Songs podcast. Andy, we're in season three, episode number 36. Tonight's edition, it's July 28th. It's songs, songs episode only, music yeah. only. How are you doing tonight, Andy? I'm good. I'm good. Well, we've got music, concerts, tours, updates, maybe some updates and cover bands. But I got yeah. an album of the week review, which I think you'll like. Uh, little Van Halen. It's Women and children first. You know, they're very, very polite guys, right? Yes. This is a 1980 release. Uh, let me bring it up on the screen. Could you use that title in today's society? Is that politically correct to say women and children first today? Uh, hold on a sec. How come I'm not, I'm not able to do it here? Let's try it uh, again. It's women and children. Nope. Nope, that's just me. Interesting. I had it. All right. But here we go. So we'll damn go. interns. Women and Women and Children First is the third st studio album by American rock band Van Halen released 1980 by Warner Brothers. It was the first Van Halen album not to feature any cover songs. Yep. Did you know that? Yes, that when you said that one of that, okay, I'm gonna look up and see which cover songs were on this album. And there was none. Diver Down was very heavy in cover tunes, but this one had none. Yeah, so like the two like the two preceding albums to this one, Women and Children First was recorded in Hollywood at Sunset Studios in about two weeks' time. The album is a progression, though, in that it features, features more studio overdubs and less emphasis on backing vocals, partly because the two songs, In a Simple Rhyme and Take Your Whiskey Home, had already been written and recorded in a 1974 Cherokee Studios demo before Michael Anthony even joined the band. Wow. So, uh, now, there's a song, Could This Be Magic? Features the only female backing vocal ever recorded on a Van Halen song. Yep. Nicolette Larson uh, did it. So, once again, the album's 33 minutes long, 35 seconds. It's considered hard rock, heavy metal. Produced by Ted Templeman. Yep. A big player back in the day. He was the man back then. The uh, the opening track and the cradle will rock uh, begins with what sounds like a guitar, but is in fact a phase shifter affected Wurlitzer electric piano played through Eddie Van Halen's 1960s model 100 watt Marshall amps. So the first two albums, you know, Eddie Van Halen was the guitar guy, was the guitar god, was the guitar hero. And he goes, I want to start some more of my uh, piano. Uh, he comes from a classical piano training. Yep. He wants to get more into the keyboards. Well, Van Halen guys were not big fans. They're like, I don't know about all this. But uh, he said, don't worry, it'll sound cool. So he did that. The first single from the album was the keyboard driven and the cradle will rock. Although it was not a success by uh, like previous singles, dance the night away or the cover of you really got me. The album itself was real well received. It went platinum. Yep. You know, went platinum within a year and entrenched the band into popular concert. Uh, the song, everybody wants some also a concert staple through the 84 tour. And actually, David Lee Roth, as a solo entertainer, continued to play that song after he had left Van Halen. Um, now, here is the tracks. Side, song number one, And the Cradle Will Rock, uh, one of my favorites. Number two is 
Everybody Wants Some, my second favorite. Uh, very good. Song number three is Fools. Song four is Romeo Delight. Both good songs. Yep. All four of those are, are good. You know, this is a more heavier. Some reviews call yeah. this a really almost a thrash metal album. Yeah. For that and era, yeah. Speed, and some speed, you know, shredding, if you will. Song five is Tora Tora, which is really the intro to Loss of Control. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen called that Act Like It Hurts was the name, original name for that intro called Tora Tora. Act Like It Hurts was the original name, but they called it Tora Tora. Song six is Loss of Control. That's pretty good. Song seven is Take Your Whiskey Home. Another easy listening fun song. Song eight is Could This Be Magic? That's uh, Eddie Van Halen actually plays an acoustic slide guitar. Yes. And then the final song is In a Simple Rhyme. So nine total songs. Really one's an intro. It's really eight solid songs uh, Mm -hmm. on this album. Personnel, David Lee Roth, of course, lead vocals. Eddie Van Halen, guitars, electric piano. You know, that Wurlitzer deal and the backing vocals. Alex Van Halen on drums, Michael Anthony on bass, um, and Nicolette Larson backing vocals on Could This Be Magic. I looked it up. You know, she died back in the 90s, uh, was fairly young. She moved out to L.A. to be a musician and and got uh, in with these guys. And Eddie Van Halen played a song on electric guitar on one of her tracks on her debut album. Okay. In return, she says, I got to thank you somehow. I'll sing for free, no charge. I'll, I'll sing background vocals on a Van Halen song. David Lee Ross says, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> We're not going to have chicks on, in the right. recording studio. Right. Eddie said, look, she's doing me a favor. Uh, Nicolette Larson does perform on that, a backing vocal. It's a, gr- it's a great trivia question. It's the only backing vocal by a female on any Van Halen Um uh, track so the other note i've got here on andy i know you got some notes but i was going to say that the notes i've got eddie spent years studying classical piano as a child yes and um but he plugged that wurlitzer electric piano plugged into an mxr flang flanger flanger guitar effect and a stack of Marshall amplifiers and began hammering it away. That's what gives that real sound. I didn't know that. I thought it was some heavy guitar sound. Yeah, because A is known for his guitar work, his guitar magic. You assume I'm a guitar, you know, heavy metal, hard rock guitar guy. So those are the reasons I was drawn to that song and that intro, those heavier songs, and then to find out later that it's an electric piano. Now, the last thing is, after this album was released, was 80... And they went on tour is when Eddie ended up meeting Valerie Bertinelli. All that happened. Yes. Married. But uh, these are all, you know, he was a single guy uh, in the recording studio for this. Now, in the book, Noel Monk writes in the book, Running with the Devil, Devil. I never would have pegged Ed as someone that would be remotely even attracted to the idea of a celebrity girlfriend. Yo, wife. But maybe it was precisely the fact that David Lee Roth talked nonstop about him doing that. He said, one day I'm going to marry uh, a movie star. And he, and he never shut up about it. David Lee Roth talked about, I'm going to marry a movie star one day. And, and some think that it was always 
talked about that Eddie says, well, maybe I'll just do it instead. You know, then that, then the fighting and everything really, right. The things came to a head, but yeah, Eddie never, I don't think dreamed of being marrying a, a going out with a girlfriend, a celebrity. That's all Dave's Dave's world. And I don't think Eddie ever really considered himself a celebrity. I mean, he knew, he knew he was, but he didn't walk out that chip on his shoulder. I'm a celebrity. So he didn't think of them as a celebrity couple. Yeah. You know, so he thought, oh, those celebrities going to hang out with me. I'm just a regular guy, you know. Because in Van Halen, really, it was David Lee Roth was that uh, front man, that yep. celebrity in the newspaper, in the magazines. Yep. And Eddie was, was uh, he liked taking the back seat there. But boy, thrust him into the mainstream uh, news with that. Uh, how was this for, for you? Did you get this album when it first came out? Uh, no, like I said, this is really uh, this is my brother's genre, and I got his hand me downs on this. So I, you know, I heard of Van Halen from the downstairs bedroom. Um, he was big into it, so every time I needed a ride somewhere, of course, I was being played. So I had heard Van Halen uh, until until the 1984 album came out. I knew of their earlier songs. I didn't know which album was which or why, but I was very into them. I thought I like this sound. This is different. You know, in radio stations, you hear the name Van Halen. So it's like, okay, they're they're not a, a local or a low low key band. They're pretty big time. So it's okay to like Van Halen. Um, the the music intrigued me, but it was really David Lee Roth's voice that got me more than the guitar. I, I hear a lot of a lot of blues in David Lee Roth's voice. To me, I hear some blues in there, and that's I kind of like that. And uh, Dave liked to do a lot of covers, so it's kind of neat too. But speaking of Mr. D.L. Roth, yes, what have you got for Van Halen? This week, David Lee Roth released a new single about his days in Van Halen called Nothing Could Have Stopped Us Back Then Anyway. That's just under three minutes. Um, if you look at it on YouTube, just look it up on YouTube. It's just one picture of the band, but you hear the song. It's Dave and an acoustic guitar. Um, Basically, it's like a storybook in a two-minute and 45-second song. It tells a few stories. You know, it's like, hey, it's a good song. Me describing it doesn't do it justice. It's a decent song. I'm not saying it's going to be top of the charts. It's not going to be, oh, my God, song of the year. If you're a Van Halen fan, you'll appreciate the song. So that's pretty cool from David Lee Roth. Um, Also coming out November 4th on the Roku channel. So if you have to have a Roku box, get the Roku channel. Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh, now it is the movie. Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> Harry Potter, plays Weird Al. Okay, um, I've seen some clips. He pulls it off. You know, you can do a lot with wigs and mustaches and stuff. It's like he had to grow the hair. He maybe he grew it out. I don't know, but just. Nothing against them, but man, they could have found somebody else to play Weird Al, I thought. Now, I haven't seen the movie. I've just seen clips. I just think I'm going to have, have a tough time buying him as Weird Al. Yeah. I'm trying to go do it with a clear mind to enjoy the movie, but we'll see how that goes. So that's November 4th. So maybe right around that time, it might be sports and songs at the movies. We'll do a review or something for that. Um, so one concert here, got a couple concerts coming up. August 20th, Mystic Lake Casino, the Raw Whiskey Tour, ZZ Top. 
will be there August 20th. Um, and Medina, uh, as I found out through some hard research and a email I missed coming up, they're almost done remodeling the Medina Entertainment Center, hence not a lot of concerts there this summer. Uh, I believe the first concert they're going to have there is going to be September 16th, the Bellamy Brothers. Um, I will be there. Me and me and the missus are going that night, so we'll do a review afterwards. Also coming up at Medina this fall, October 7th, Killer Queen, Queen Tribute Band. They're pretty good. October 8th, the Rush Tribute Project from the band Rush. October 14th, Friday, All Churched Up, Eric Church Tribute Band. October 21st, Thunderstruck, the ACDC Tribute Band. Saturday, October 29th, The Four Horsemen, Metallic, Metallica Tribute Band. Saturday, December 10th, Strange Days opening up for Hairball. So that's some concerts there. There's more you can find entertain at the Dining Center. No, we're going to that. We do have tickets, and yes. we'll be on site for that show. Yeah. Yes, and like we said, bring your own Sharpie. Five dollars for a picture, five dollars for an autograph. Um, yes, bring your own Sharpie. We will be there. And we'll sign anything and everything. Uh, there was other concerts going on there. Just check out Medina Entertainment Center. Um, go to Roberts for dinner beforehand. Enjoy yourself at the show and just stay at the hope at the Medina Inn next door. Great, great time can be involved all night long. But um, those are the concerts coming up at Medina. Like I said, ZZ Top coming up. Uh, it was just Dusty's birthday the other day. He pat or anniversary of passing away from ZZ Top. So that's why I mentioned that one. <clears throat> David Lee Roth's new song out. And I'm, I don't know if he's got a new album coming out. The way social media is with Spotify and YouTube videos. Bands could just drop songs every now and then. You don't need an album anymore. So, new song from Daily Roth. It was pretty decent. I was checking it out before the show. It was okay. Um, he still has his voice. I it's a, it's a ballady song. Like I said because it's acoustic. I don't know if David could hit Panama again or anything else. At his point in his life, I don't know. But I'd give it a shout. Women and children first. Listen to that again if you can. Listen to it again for the first time as they say. Um, but yeah, that was weird that that was the only or album with no cover tunes. Yeah, they were, um, that that was very, um, very heavy. Good drums as well. Good guitar yeah. work. It's a heavier sound, some speed, some songs that some speed metal or yeah. shredding, you could almost call it. Yeah. Very new uh, back then. But, uh, you know, I didn't follow Van Halen until later, uh, later on either. But later on, not like you right away, but uh, I picked up on this stuff later. Good yeah. stuff. I was a big Van Halen fan. Not a never really a Sammy Hagar guy, but the those first four four albums um, from the David Lee Roth genre. Yeah, that's that's some good stuff. And, and that's a band right there too. And, and this is a half of us are gonna be right, half are gonna be wrong. We've talked about it before. When you change lead singers, you've changed the band. Yeah. That just because you change your guitarist and the sound might be different. Okay, you're a little different now, but I mean, okay, look back even at uh, Genesis when Peter Gabriel left and Phil Collins came in. Kind of a different band, a little bit different. Um, when Sabbath, yes, Ozzy was great. Ronnie James Dio, great. They were two different Sabbath bands. I mean, yeah. they were different. Still like them both. Don't get me wrong. I have no problem keeping the same name. 
but I can see where some fans would be turned on by one singer or another or not like when certain singers are there. And like we said before with Van Halen, God bless him. I love Gary Schroen, but those couple albums with Van Halen, they were good, but they just weren't Van Halen. It was good music, good band. I wouldn't call them Van Halen, but. So out there with, is the, you know, Van Halen tribute bands. And I suppose they have to focus on the early stuff or the late stuff. Uh, they can't cross over because of the singing. Uh, what have you seen? Have you ever seen a Van Halen cover band? There was one Van Halen cover band called Jump, and they have two guys. One does the David Lee Roth songs. Another guy does the Sammy Hagar songs. Okay, I think you mentioned this yep. before. Yep. So they had two singers then. Yep. Okay. And that's and how they, they cover that's them how they up. Really it interesting. Hey, it's a justify, but that's how they justify. I can't think of a better word out right now, but. Instead of one guy trying to pull both off because yeah. of different vocal ranges. So they, they switch it up, which is kind of neat. Interesting. All right. Anything else for music's uh, albums, concerts, reviews? You know, just check your local bars for, for bands playing. Um, festivals and towns. I know the Commons and Excelsior have a band, have concerts on Wednesday nights. Um, so just check that out. They're free concerts, a lot of these. Good so time of the year for the outdoor venues, also yep. for some of these yep. bars. Yeah, weather permitting, they'll be outside. Again, Medina opening up again in the fall. I know we got here in town in, in the Watertown Rails to Trails this weekend. So, town festivals, there's going to be bands playing, probably local bands, but still. Free music is good music. Um, like one thing I saw on a page the other day bands appreciate your money, but they appreciate your applause a lot more when you're there. So, go check them out. Love it. All right, that's all I've got for this week, uh, this episode. Have a good week, everyone. See ya.